welcome back to another episode of an extra dose podcast thank you guys so much for tuning in and being patient with us in our big move we had quite the last few months it's been really a lot of changes but we're so happy that we have been able that we're in the place that we are in now and we're so excited that we can finally share everything with you guys and I just have to say, this is Alexis, and I just have to say thank you guys so much for all of your support and guidance in all the home process because today's episode is going to be all about, well, we're going to do several episodes on it, but today's episode is going to be basically just the beginnings of all the home stuff, you know, why we both chose to build a home, and um, in case you guys missed it, I obviously had shared it several times that I'm building a home. Samantha is also building a home with Taylor in the same neighborhood, so we're really excited to be in the same neighborhood, but obviously doing her own things, you know, she's starting, a, you know, her own family, well, not yet, but like her own no, life. I'm definitely not no, starting I mean, like a family. Your marriage is going to be, that's the beginning of a new, just a new life for you, so not that we're not going to be related anymore, but you know, it's like a new beginning for her, and then for me, you know, obviously starting in a new neighborhood and new a new start, so... We are really excited to be continuing like in the same area, but obviously each doing our own, you know, starting a new path. And we wanted to kind of share, I know, you know, in the few times I've shared it, well, not few, I've shared it a couple times, but you guys have been like, please continue to share. And I don't know if, I mean, I know you guys are liking it now. I didn't know when I first shared it, if you guys are gonna be open to it, but there's been so many of you guys asking me for links or suggestions for light fixtures and, for floor suggestions and tile, like give me wanting links for stuff. So I definitely know there's an interest in it. So maybe not every person following us, but I think it's fun. I love seeing befores and afters and just seeing processes. So I think it's like a fun story to kind of follow along to. And we kind of wanted to share a few things about the build process, kind of why we, we both chose to build, why what our must-haves were, kind of like the process and things that we wanted, things that we wish we would have done or known before. But again, this is like anything that we've never done before. So it's just like, you know, planning a wedding or like being in a relationship, like all those things when you do it the first time, you're like, whoa, this is a lot. And then I feel like it probably will get easier if you ever had to do it again. So, I mean, I plan on, you know, I don't know what life will bring, but I plan on being there for a while. And then, you know, if if it happened to work out where I moved somewhere else or I built another home and I sold this one, then I would definitely know kind of what things I wanted to change or things that I already know how to do better. So with that being said, we're going to just kind of start by sharing um, specific things that, well, first, why we chose to build. So it was kind of a big decision. Um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but we did sell our house that was in Dallas and we'd been there for nine years. We we spent like a lot of our 20s there and some of our 30s and we did not plan we bought that house we were really young we were like oh we'll be here like a couple years and then we'll sell it and like we'll probably get married I mean that's what you think when you're younger you think you're just going to get married like when you're really young and obviously at 31 still not married but I'm totally fine with that and I know that I wouldn't be you know life would have gone so differently if that had happened but um so with that being said, we we were in that house for a long time. We thought we'd be there a couple years. We're like, no, we ended up staying there so much longer the way that life kind of happened. But we chose to sell um, a little bit earlier than we had originally planned on just because our houses were not ready. But with the market just 
becoming different, changing a lot in the, in the last few months. We're like, let's just sell it now because we don't know what, what's going to happen. And we rather just, you know, have a buyer and just be in a better spot. So we we listed it in, I think it was in like July or August. I can't remember. But as August. you guys know, we had, we had so much stuff in our house. We'd been there for nine years. Obviously, I periodically cleaned stuff out and, you know, had organized over the years. But, you know, with the nature of our job, we just have so much stuff. You know, we have so much, so many like articles of clothing. And then just like you accumulate stuff over the years in general, just from shopping and stuff. So we, when our realtor came by to like look at it before we listed it, she was like, yeah, you guys are going to have to clean all this out. Like we're not slobs or anything, but we had a lot of extra stuff. Just kind of, it looked like it didn't fit in the house it looked like we were out of storage even though we had plenty of storage in that house we were so lucky to have that so she was like you guys are going to, have to clean stuff out so even before we listed the house we had to do so much organizing and so much cleaning out so i will say that made the move a little bit easier but the move was still brutal like i never want to move again <laughs> we still have to move into our house but our houses but that move was brutal like we probably spent two or three weeks cleaning it out then another two three weeks after the house was sold and if you guys have ever sold a house, you know how stressful it is. Like you literally have people, we listed it when we were out of town. We're like, okay, with the way the market was at that time, you know, right before we listed it, people, the houses were going like so so fast, like in our neighborhood, like one or two days. So we we're like, okay, we're going to be out of town. We'll list it. And then it'll, we'll, we'll have an offer by the time we get back. Well, we did get an offer. Unfortunately, it fell through and that was really frustrating because having Lucy and then just like living in the house that we're trying to sell, you guys, you know, if you've ever sold one, you have to like, as soon as you get like an appointment or a, a listing to come in and see it, you have to literally like leave the house, leave everything in perfect condition, like almost like a museum and then run at the house, take Lucy and go somewhere until they're done looking at the house and you can't leave it like a mess, you know, they, it has to look perfect. So yeah, it was just super stressful. We would have like multiple a day. We'd be in the house trying to work, like do a shoot or something. And then we'd have to like run out the house, go to either Taylor's apartment or like figure something out. And it was super stressful. So we finally were so blessed. We found it, we found a buyer and everything worked out. It was just like meant to be. And the only part that was tough is we had to move out with like not very much time. And so we spent like two or three weeks to once we knew the offer was going to go through we spent like packing up our house it was kind of bittersweet just to know that we would never be there again spending so much time together there like all of our single times <laughs> all of our 20s and we grew up so much in that house like changed careers and had so many like life changes and so yeah it was really bittersweet we packed everything and i know we did an episode a couple years ago on like moving and stuff which i feel like there's a lot of things I wish I would have done definitely during the move, but it is what it is. You can probably make that another episode. That's another episode that we could do, like, literally. So, yeah, um, we did all that. We got through it. Unfortunately, but fortunately, we sold our house, but then our houses are not ready. They're still not ready months later. So we put everything in storage except for, like, you know, like, stuff that we needed. And my poor parents, I'm living, we're both living with them right now, but Sam's probably here, like, one or two days a week, and she's usually in Dallas with Taylor. And we're like, my parents live in the suburbs. So we're like, I have all my stuff out here. I brought like certain things to my parents' house that I was like, I don't want to give to the movers or like a bunch of artwork and like random stuff and like clothes that I need, that I would need. 
of course, I don't know how, but in the last few months, I've accumulated so much stuff, like from like stuff that we've done, campaigns or whatever. So that extra room that all of our stuff is in looks like a tornado. It's so bad. I need to like organize it. But anyway, so we're kind of living, I'm living like a nomad right now. I mean, say more than me, but I honestly haven't missed anything in storage, which I don't know if that's good or that's bad. That's like kind of <laughs> pathetic. Because like we have two storage um, units. We cleaned stuff. out so much stuff and I have a lot to list on Poshmark, honestly, but it's just, um, yeah, it's just, tr- it's just a lot. So moving is just hectic. But I will say I'm so grateful that we put our stuff in storage because I don't think I could literally move into another house right after that. I was so exhausted, like physically and emotionally exhausted from doing that. It was sad to leave and then just so many changes. And so anyway, the reason we had to build didn't have to, but the best option was because we, Sam was engaged or is engaged. And then um, at the time she had just gotten engaged. And then I, you know, I didn't really want to stay in the house that we were had been in. I wanted something different. I wanted a new neighborhood. And so we were like, okay, we started looking last summer. No, last spring, spring of 2021. And we were like, you know, looking in different neighborhoods. And we wanted to be, we didn't care we were in the same neighborhood, but we wanted to be, you know, like not too far just because we worked together. We didn't want to be like 45 minutes away, but we were open to being like, you know, like 20 or, or something like that. But to have something newer, you have to be, well, you don't have to be in the suburbs, but something that the, the stuff that I was looking at, I mean, if you want it in Dallas and like a really nice neighborhood, it's going to be way more. And I loved our neighborhood, but we'd been there for so long. I was like, I want something different, different neighbor area to be like, to, you know, to kind of be in. And so we looked in like other neighborhoods. I mean, for safety reasons, I'm not going to say which neighborhoods, but if you guys are moving to Dallas and you want suggestions i'm happy to give like different neighborhoods but just to just to like give you some ideas there's like frisco plano um there's i mean you can live in fort worth that's kind of far away um there's rockwall um i'm trying to think whether neighborhoods i mean there's dallas obviously highland park park cities south lake south lake um, um little um um what's by the airport I mean, it's great by Las Colinas. Las Colinas, but there's another. Anyway, I can't. Flower Mountain. There's so many neighborhoods and like gray areas, but we looked in mainly a few. And I wanted something newer. I think Sam did, and Taylor wanted something new. Newer build. It didn't have to be brand new, but I wanted something in the last couple of years. Lots of natural, lots of natural light. And just because I worked from home, I wanted just like play. You know, we didn't buy that house that we were in to with the career that we have now, but because you do so much from home, I wanted, you know, just a really bright and white house. And we loved our old house too. It was a beautiful house. It was great. But for what we were looking for, it was, we wanted something a little different and we both have wanted similar stuff. I think, you know, they were looking for something a little bit bigger than me, but anyway, we looked and we looked, but the market was insane. In the summer of 2021, it was crazy. We had we have a great realtor Nina Beno and she is if you guys are looking for a realtor she's great, but she was basically like yeah you're gonna have to put 100k over ass price just to get these houses because it was crazy, but even if you got the house let's say we put an offer in and then they said okay you put in whatever you over ask you put an offer in and you get the house, well then you have to be ready to go sell your house and you have to have a buyer so it was just it was just like the timing wouldn't have worked because we had no guarantee that. Both of us, like Samantha and I, would 
I mean, Taylor and Samantha and I would find a house all at the same time, be able to sell our current house, and then Taylor would get out of his apartment lease. It was just like, it would not have ever worked. So then our only choice was to basically do a new build so that we had time, which we'll get into that in a second, how much time it takes. But we looked all over for Demi to look for land, and that was another problem. Everything is was going so fast. And you had to go so far out if you wanted to be like in a certain area, a certain neighborhood, you'd be way far north. And I didn't want to be like too far away from Dallas. So anyway, all to say we eventually stumbled upon a neighborhood that we, we liked. But unfortunately, there was only one like one neighborhood that had like the kind of style that we wanted. So that's how we ended up in the same neighborhood. But I'm not mad about it. I mean, it'll be great when Sam has kids. And then when I have a family too, it'll be so nice to be close together. But you know, I think it was just, it would have been ideal if it was different neighborhoods, but you know, the way it happened, that's how it happened. Cause I know a lot of people were like, wait, you guys are still living in the same neighborhood together. And I'm like, yeah. So that goes into kind of like why we, we chose to build. It was just the way the circumstances were. And a lot of my friends were like, just get an apartment. So you know what you want. And I was like, well, I don't really want to go back to an apartment after living in a house unless I absolutely had to. Um, there's so many beautiful apartments in Dallas, but as you know, you know, it's like, it's so expensive to live in a, in, a, in a nice apartment or just any apartment. The rent is crazy. And then you're not even getting anything. You're just throwing rent money away. So if I have the opportunity to, to buy something, I'd rather do that. But, you know, there's a lot of like give and take because not everything's going to be perfect the way the same, the area you want to be in and like the money and like the price. There's so many factors, but it was the best option for me at the time. And it still is. So um yeah that's how we decided on that and we we honestly ended up picking out a lot of the same stuff but our houses will look different i think when it's all furnished and everything they are different layouts i know a lot of people are like well what's your floor plan and because it's a custom build it's not like a floor plan that you can buy somewhere like online i think i know i know a little bit about custom builds versus like the um i guess they call them like track homes or like the floor plans that you can basically buy through a builder and then they just kind of build a lot of the homes the same way like there's a lot of same like they have a basically templates of different layouts and then you can pick one of them you know so this is different because it was custom which means you hire an architect architect sorry and you pay the architect a fee and they kind of design it the way that you want and they make several versions of it you can tell them exactly what your must-haves are and like they can and ideas of stuff that you like and they, i mean it's custom like you can do whatever you want within reason so it's cool, but it was it's very overwhelming. Like I honestly That's one way I'd sum it up. A million decisions. A million and one decisions. That's the way I would sum it up. Okay, so I'm gonna share some of the must haves that both of us kind of had and then I'm gonna share like a quick overview of, the, of how the process works. And so if you guys are ever building a house or you're renovating, you'll kind of I wish I would have listened to this. I would have known a little bit, kind of getting myself kind of going into it with nothing. I didn't know anything. Except for my parents had built a house like along, we were in high school or middle school, but my mom didn't really remember that much of the process. So we were kind of doing it kind of blindly, but it was really fun overall. And I actually really enjoyed it. So some of the must haves that we had, or I definitely had in my house. Um, I wanted, like I mentioned, a ton of natural light. I was like, I was adamant that I would have to like, I wanted to be like where during the day, I did not have to turn lights on if I didn't want to. That's the kind of natural light I wanted. I think I just function better um, when I have natural light and I don't have to, like, I'm not in, like, the dark. I mean, obviously, if it's cloudy outside or it's overcast, it's not going to be super bright. But I wanted it to be 
super as bright as possible you know i can't work in spaces that are like overcast and like dark and gloomy in there so with that being said i'm gonna have to getting a lot of window coverings but i want a lot of windows and i want a natural light and so very fortunately it turned out great for both of our houses they're literally when we're walking in through them you don't even need lights on i mean obviously at night you do good but we need to save money somewhere yeah <laughs> so they're really like a few so that was like a big thing um I wanted it very bright and white. I mean, obviously the paint, you don't pick paint colors out with the architect. You just pick out what the design, the actual design of it. But um, she was pretty receptive to the stuff that we wanted. Um, I mean, it depends on your architect, but there were lots of things I changed from like the first sketches that she made. But it was pretty cool to see. Like if you guys ever played The Sims when you were younger, you kind of got to do that as like the sims and it was kind of funny to see it like in real life the like, only difference is it's not play money which i yeah, wish it was you're actually paying for yourself <laughs> but it was really cool to like i loved seeing like it all come to life and trying what else i wanted a ton of storage i was told to like put closets wherever you can put storage like anywhere you can put storage i want it obviously you pay for that but we both i feel like we both have a lot of storage in our house somehow i'll probably run out but that'll be scary if i do um obviously if you have kids and stuff i mean they're gonna take up a lot of it so it's just me for right now so and then just the two of them so but we both have great storage in our house um we wanted you know i wanted a nice like backyard and a big kitchen for entertaining and just cooking because i love i love to be in the kitchen i feel like everyone hangs out in there i wanted a really big island and <clears throat> obviously as i chose design stuff later on which we'll do in the next episode I realized I had to kind of make a lot of big decisions as far as like material and stuff like that. But that was kind of the same, the stuff that we wanted. Um, we wanted, I mean, Sam has a really nice paint. I have a big pantry in mind, but theirs is amazing. Like theirs is incredible. I mean, it's, it's like any, a bedroom. It's like a little too big. <laughs> no, it's so I'll nice. I'll fill it in. It'll be good. Um, I didn't, we neither of us did this in our house with the um laundry room inside your closet i think but we did go we back both, and forth we, on we, it i think i had like that for a little bit and then i changed it back with the architect just because i was like it doesn't make sense in my house just the way the way that stuff was laid out i just didn't like the way it flowed but that is something if you can do it in your house and having have your laundry room in your closet i mean or like it walks through your closet or something that is so cool because you can literally do your laundry, like take your clothes and then put it directly into the wash, which I love. But obviously it's a few extra steps to take it somewhere else. But I just think the idea of it, that's why you built a custom house because it's you can do stuff like that, which is really cool. Um, we both have mud rooms. If you guys don't, I don't know if everyone does that all over the States, but basically it's a room where you walk in from the garage and it's kind of like a drop-off zone. You, you can have like little lockers there or a bench to like leave stuff like put stuff down like you can leave like your jackets hanging there your shoes um i know that one thing i'm definitely doing in my house is nobody can wear shoes in my house and that's not because i'm like trying to be like crazy just because i feel like it brings in so much like dirt and like germs in your house and i never we didn't grow up like that like my parents let us wear our shoes inside our house and then when we finally like started learning about that i couldn't all of a sudden tell people not to wear shoes in my house but now I'm definitely making sure like it's new and nobody's gonna mess anything up. No one's gonna bring germs in here. So I don't know if anyone has any tips. I know I've asked people this before. Like, what do you do? Like, how do you tell people not to wear your shoes? I mean, you don't want to be rude, but I know people. <laughs> how do you tell people? I'm very particular. No, because like I've it's I it's a, in some cultures it's a thing that I people know. don't. And some people were giving me tips like they have like a little like 
Um, they have the little booty things or they have like, just like you leave your shoes there and people just know. But I don't think people really get it sometimes. I would always take mine off and no one would like follow my lead. So I don't know if anyone has any tips on that, but the mother would be a good place to do that. And um, also if you have like a dog, a lot of people will put like dog showers in there or in their laundry room, which we didn't do because we don't have a big dog. But I've seen so many things on Pinterest. Like it's so cute with like the little gloss shower door. And you can bathe your dog in there and not, and not put him in the bathtub. I just think it's so cool. It's like a little station for them. We both did this in our house. Um, we wanted cabinets to have the outlets underneath so that you wouldn't see them. Like, especially on the back splash of the kitchen, all of our outlets, or most of mine, are under the, like, where the lights would be under the cabinets. So, you under where like you yeah under the kitchen cabinets right above the island they're hidden yeah there's only one drawback to that and that's if you are going to plug a lot of things in and you like to leave them on the counter you will have a plug like dangling. that's like dangling it's like looks like it's like hanging down but it's perfect if you don't want to leave stuff plugged in there like i have a like a prep kitchen in the back just a small one and we have normal outlets there you can just leave stuff plugged in or alexis has a like an appliance like garage thing in her cabinets you can like leave the blender and stuff you plugged have in. That? no because i have the prep kitchen oh right but that's why we made it look sleek in the front so you don't have like if you have a piece of like marble or quartz that outlet like really sticks out like we had in our other kitchen you can it like sticks out like a sore thumb you probably don't realize it it's like all these small things that you that's one thing with the build too like you notice all these little things that you probably didn't give it any thought before and then you like notice all these things you're like oh that looks like that looks crappy but you don't these are like small things you probably would have never picked up on before yeah so another thing that i don't know if i have this in any of my drawers do you have outlets in your drawers i was honestly thinking about the other night because i wanted that in my bathroom and i don't know if i did it but i might still want to do it maybe <laughs> so something that i really saw that i liked on pinterest was putting the outlets like in your bathroom inside the drawer so if you have a curling iron plugged in you can just like leave it in there and then like put it on your counter i don't know i need to find out i don't know if they did that in my well house, i think i wanted to but i don't know what to unpack um and then another thing that we did, like, since, again, since it's custom, in the kitchen especially, I did, instead of doing a lot of cabinets, I did a lot of drawers. And I know a lot of people recommend this. It's just better, I think, for storage. And it's just easier to find stuff instead of a cabinet that has, like, that big bar in the middle. Um, but that's the nice thing about, like, when you pick your cabinets out, again, with a custom house, and even maybe when that's not, you might be able to pay extra for this. But... I mean, it was very stressful trying to decide the cabinet layout for every room because I was like, I don't know. I've never done this before. You kind of have to like just kind of like give them ideas and then see if you like them. But again, there's sketches, so you, you don't really get to see it in real life. But our realtor, again, was so helpful with this. She like sat down with each of us and kind of gave suggestions and gave tips and like what she thinks she would change and what she liked. But yeah, we did a lot of drawers. I know both of us in our kitchen. My island is really long. Like, I don't know if you can't really tell right now, but in Alexis's house, that's who I'm ta who's talking, my island is like oversized. Like, it's huge. And I know it's kind of crazy. I wanted it so big, but I just love it for entertaining. And we'll get into like the materials we chose, like I said, in the next episode. But I have a lot of storage underneath the cabinet so i'm excited i mean underneath the island so i'm excited for that too um but sam's kitchen's a little bit bigger she her island's a little bit smaller but she has like an l-shaped kitchen it's really nice and mine's beautiful too they're just a little different um and then another thing was i think a lot of kitchens are doing this but the trash um 
I like how they do like the pull out drawer of the trash and recycling. So it's like all in one and easy to like do that when you want to take the trash out. Um, and a lot of people, we didn't do this, but I know like our parents have the double kitchen island. I think it looks really cool. It gives you so much storage and like so much counter You have to space, have a big enough kitchen. But though. it wouldn't have worked in my house. And it's great if you have like a lot of kids or like entertaining a lot. Um, I know your cabinets or like your cupboards are like really big compared to mine. They They're wider. I don't think you paid uh, attention. No. Um, See, these are like little things you don't. When yeah. you're in someone else's house, you don't. It's like anything on yourself. You always nitpick. Like, oh, I have this on my skin. I wish I didn't have it. Or my nose does this. My lips do this. And it's kind of like a house. I don't notice. Even I go into her house a million times this entire year. I don't notice that her cabinets are like different size or anything like that. Yeah. So those are kind of the things that we wanted. Um, and one other thing was the safety aspect. The neighborhood that we were living in before. Like I said, it's in Dallas, like right in the city, in the middle of the city. And I loved it. I will say there were times I didn't, you know, sometimes when I'd be alone, I'd feel like you'd hear more noises and you just feel a little bit more unsafe. But so I was like, okay, now that I'm going to be in this next house for a while, I want it to be really safe and just in a really nice, safe area. Not that it wasn't a nice area, but it's just different when you live in the suburbs and I was okay being a little further from Dallas just because, like, from the city, just because I, you know, I wanted safety, I wanted space, and it just worked out. But when people ask me if I don't want to ever be in Dallas again, I am definitely open to being there again. Like, I'm talking, like, in the middle of Dallas. If you guys live there, you know what I'm talking about. But it's kind of like living in, you know, like, in any city, there's going to be suburbs versus city. So... I think since I've lived in the city before, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of okay with being a little further away just because I work from home. I'm not commuting. There's so many things you have to weigh, but for us, it works. And I I still kept my gym membership um, in Dallas. I just missed it so much. And and the first few weeks that I was not going, I thought I was going to cancel my gym membership. I just missed going to Dallas and being in that area so I, I like having the option to like go to dallas i'll like see my friends over there and not that it's that far it's not that far but um i'll spend some time there go work at coffee shops and then i'll come back to my house so it works out perfectly for me um and then we wanted to share well we're going to share the process and then we're also going to share some tips and um we might move these into another episode just Okay, maybe I'll just do a couple of these and then we'll push the rest of the next. Sorry, I could talk a lot about this, but some tips for building a new house. I mean, we already shared a couple of them, but there's so many things that I, we both learned from this, but that I wish, you know, someone would have told me. But it's always, it's like the learning process of anything. So um, a few things are prepare for decision fatigue. I cannot agree with this more. That's why I said it's like literally, literally a million decisions. I was like, okay, I'll have to make a couple decisions. Like every time I make a decision, I was like, shoot, I have so much more to do. Like every time, there's so many decisions. There's literally like baseboards and hardware and I'm trying to think of like little things. Like little things the, like the, the texture paint. on the walls. But like little the things like the paint. Not, yeah, they're like, do you want this trim to be this color or do no, you want to be but like color? I remember them asking. They were doing the outside. They go, do you want the door frame? That's what I meant. To be black or white. But and it was wasn't like, even the frame. It was like the inside of the door. It was like where you step in the door. I was like, I don't even know. I didn't even know. And then I kept looking around. It's like things you never notice on anyone else's house. 
But there's so many decisions, like literally everything. Do you want this outlet? Where do you want the outlets to be? I mean, it depends on what kind of house you're building. You might not have that many choices and decisions to make, but in a renovation, you can, there's so many things you could do. So yeah, that there would be, I would be like so stressed because this on top, it's a full-time job. In addition to doing your own job is I would be exhausted sometimes and be like, I can't. And I remember I'd ask you guys all the time, like, if you've built a house, what did you guys do? What do you recommend? And it was like, when I get next episode, when you talk about the countertops, I could not decide for the life of me. So you guys were so helpful and I really appreciate your guidance and like seeing your personal homes so I could compare. Um, another thing is definitely keep in mind that there's a big timeline when you're, especially when you're starting from the ground up or any kind of renovation, it never goes on the expected timeline and so if you're like don't have anywhere to go to live in the meantime that's not going to be good because you're going to be waiting and waiting for them to finish um, yeah i would say i've said i've seen online they say that the timeline is a guide it's definitely a guide it's not any any i'm sure you've heard before it's never a firm number it's never on time i think ever <laughs> and yeah it's just kind of like oh maybe around this time it, it might be ready but it construction never goes according to plan ever. Yeah, and that is frustrating, but it's worth it because you want them to do a good job. Also, be very aware of like what's going on. Like, I definitely don't go every day. I should be going every day. I would say that is one thing you should I be going go, every day. I try to go at least a couple times a week, um, if not once a week. But that's honestly not enough. But sometimes it's slower than other times. Like right now, it's going to pick up a lot, but. I would say you definitely want to catch stuff before it's too late because I've already we both have caught stuff in our house and that's not to say they're bad it's just sometimes they don't they have someone else doing it and they're not paying attention they don't think it looks wrong and we both have caught stuff that I'm like oh shoot that looks off so definitely be aware and be if you're not in construction I mean I'm not either I don't even know what I'm looking for but like my realtor came by or realtor came by and she was like finding all this stuff that she's like make sure they fix this and they do this and this obviously you do a walkthrough but there's stuff that you could easily miss so um like on mine they installed the bathtub faucet and it's like they're all the faucets are really close together and I don't I don't like the way it looks and I don't know they're gonna have to fix it I also caught the grout on one of the bathtubs looks sloppy so it's just like i didn't even notice the first time i walked through it till my mom and i went over um, the weekend and i was like wait this looks wrong so it's like you gotta have you keep having to look and they're gonna definitely take shortcuts so you have to be paying attention um you know not everyone's trying to be lazy it's just sometimes they don't even realize that they're doing it um yeah it's definitely you're gonna definitely spend like i told you this has gone on it should have been done months ago and it didn't it's not but i kind of expected that um, I would say definitely when you're planning the design, save as many ideas as you can. I mean, obviously, try to like be realistic. Don't pick these things that are like, I mean, you don't know. Everything has a I cost. I think you can always pick everything you want, put it all in the house, and then when you see the budget, you're like, oh no, like take everything out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it can definitely get um, very expensive. I would say it's kind of like you can go, it, like anything, you can buy top of the line designer, you can buy like middle ground, or you can buy like, you know, really affordable. And that's the same thing with every single decision you make. You can go very, very, very top of the line. You can go like middle ground or you can go, you know, way lower. So that also factors into every decision. But it's also ways you can save money too. Yeah. I also think um, this is part of the design stuff that we'll talk about in the next episode. But try to be like conscious of like splurging on stuff. If there's some things that you must have, like a certain light fixture or like I know I chose some, you know, like the entry light was more expensive 
than the other ones that I chose but there were a few that I was like I want to have these and there were some that I at the end I was like no I'm not gonna I'm gonna pick the ones that are less expensive but and I ended up loving them so it, it's fine I think if you can find stuff on Amazon that's good quality or this applies to furniture too but like anything like hardware just don't find the cheapest one make sure it's good material but sometimes you can find stuff that's good and sometimes you just got to go straight to like the actual store or the shop that carries it but and just spend the money but obviously I mean it depends what kind of budget you're working with um definitely I would say definitely be in contact if you're building a build like whoever's in charge of the project like whether it's a superintendent or the builder whoever you're working with make sure you're in good contact with them and like I know we're reaching out to them all the time for little things. There's just so many moving pieces. And um, I don't know. I just think it's been such a fun process. Um, there's so many things. I mean, people always tell me it's going to be my mom's like buckle up. It's going to be like a big, like a long and bumpy ride. But I feel like it's been so far. We haven't had too many catastrophic. What's the word? Catastrophes. Catastroph- I was going to say, but I was trying to make it a different tense. Whatever. Catastrophes. And I've honestly loved it so much that. In the design process, like I actually would like love to do this on the side. I mean, I don't know if I ever will, but it's been so fun. It picks all the finishes out. Um, and then we're going to finish today's episode with, um, we'll probably, we're going to finish, we'll share the process in the next episode. So we're going to finish off with things that we wish we'd have known and we'll do another episode or two continuing on with this. Okay. So a few things that we wish we'd have known. First of all, yeah, like we already said before, the decisions. If you are a person that cannot make decisions or you don't enjoy it, I really don't enjoy it. That's it kind is of us go into it. <laughs> I'm saying go into it knowing it's going to be a million decisions. I'm not joking. So be prepared for that. It becomes very, very, very overwhelming. Don't try to add too many things to your plate. Like don't try to do too many life changes at one time. Building a house, it's very stressful. Like Alexa said, it's another job. It's takes a lot of your time up. It takes a lot of research to know what you're want it's such a big expense it's something you're going to be you know it's not something you're going to be stuck with forever but you know it is something you might want to hold on to forever and so the decisions are big it's not just like you know going to go pick out a color and moving on I especially I'm not like that I like to research and that's it's a lot of research for every single thing Pinterest and Instagram will be your best friends um, for sure because looking at different ideas, saving. What I wish I would have done differently is do not wait till you're in the process to be trying to figure out what paint colors you want, what you want certain things to look like. I mean, we definitely saved ideas, but I did it more for like the... um, the bones of the house for the architect that was more like okay where do you want windows to be that wasn't like where do you want a beam to be what do you want your colors to be what do you want what do you envision the kitchen to be like all these things that's not really you're just picturing the bones of it and then I wish I would have gone into the process already having everything picked out like what I wanted for the counters what I wanted for the light fixtures what I wanted for the pools if I had done a majority of that it would have saved me a lot of time and a lot of stress and I'm trying to do another job at the same time because I would say around the spring and summer is when we had to do all our decisions and of course we were busy with work like I just had other commitments and it was really hard to do it all at the same time and like at times I was very 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 overwhelmed because I think I was worried about making the wrong decision on something, which happens in all different life changes and stuff like that. But um, at the end, it all works out like it always does, but you just feel like you're gonna make a big mistake and your worst fear, which my mom always says, like, what's the worst that's gonna happen is that they put it on all over and you're like, I hate it. I mean, you can always fix it and it costs money and time, but 
I would say, yeah, have stuff ready to go. When you guys are already doing the architect, if you are building custom build, are you going to make any kind of decisions? Try to have a lot of things saved so that you know, every time we go in a meeting, they're like, okay, so what were you thinking for this? And I'm like, uh, I have no idea. Like I'd have little ideas, but I wasn't like, oh, I know everything, exactly what I want. So people know, they know right away. They're like, yep, that's what I want. So, um, you know, schedule time out because you might have to go to some of these design places. And then I feel places. like Sam, Sam's made a decision or I made a decision. We're like, I just want the same thing. So we're like, one of us would do all the hard work, like the paint. I did all the paint first because my house was ahead a little bit in that aspect. And so I did everything. And she was like, you know what? I actually like everything you picked out. So I'm just going to copy it. So that's kind of why ours looks so similar. But um, a lot of things take research. It's just like anything. If you ask too many opinions, everyone's going to have their own opinion and it doesn't matter. It's your house, your life. So I think at the end of the day, you got it. If something's in your heart, you're like, I want this. Like, I think do it and you can always change it. So what I would do, what I wish I'd have known is don't focus on everyone's opinions. <laughs> um, yeah. I also would say that like my, my bath, like your vanities are separate and it was kind of like a space thing in my master bath. I don't think I had space to do them separately, but I wish the counter would have been, a, I wish I'd have made the bathroom a little bit bigger. Um, it is really hard what you would have known is when you're building a house the framing is by the time you get to the framing they can fix a few things but pretty pretty much it's already kind of set in stone and when they start framing your house looks way smaller it looks like when they poured the foundation it looks tiny when they do the the framing it looks a little bit bigger and then finally when they put on the drywall was when it looks more like a like way bigger but by that point it's like the cabinets are already being set soon. Like you don't have time to be like, I oh, I want this bigger. Like it's already done. So make sure. I mean, we did try to measure in our house and try to compare, but every house is so different. It's really hard to be visual um, in that. So I don't know what I wish in store. In summary, just try to save a bunch of ideas. Know what you want. Ask the architect if this can be done. How you can make it be like the things that are like really have a big punches of things that you absolutely must have in your house and then the other ones are just gonna have to like if it fits great if it doesn't then it doesn't in terms of budget space etc um also yeah i wish i knew this already but a lot of up a lot of nice cool things cost a lot of money so sometimes you're gonna have to just like let go of certain things and um like for example i love the soft clothes i did not do it on my house because it's was way oh, way 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 more expensive soft close is when you close a drawer or a cabinet and it shuts by itself kind of like really slowly it doesn't slam shut and it's a great feature like i've been in houses that have it um and it's amazing to have but it does cost money i did see online they told me you can't do it you have to decide now but i did see online people have changed out all the hinges it's something that you can change i think um so I mean, that's not really what I, what I would have known. I knew that already. <laughs> but I guess I know now that people said you can change it, I guess. So in case you guys are making that decision. Um, paint colors, that's another thing. They look way differently. Um, on a swatch, on someone's house, you have to put a bunch of samples up on the walls. And it gets becomes very overwhelming. Grays will look like baby blue, but they don't look baby blue on the swatch. That was um, crazy. Something will look really warm, but in your house, it might not look warm. Our white paint isn't really white, white paint. It's a warmer color, but it looks cool in our house. Um, cool colors could look way too cool. They could look like bluish. Um, they can look brownish. They can look too tan. It, you can't even compare looking at someone's house. Like, honestly, you have to put the sample in the room it's going in and paint it on the wall. A swatch does not do it. So those are all things um, you need to know. Um Research like Google's your best friend, also, but also your worst enemy. I'm trying to think what else. 
I think those are mainly the, I don't know. I think that's it. We've rambled for 40 minutes already about our house, but we're definitely going to do another episode. We don't want to like bore you guys too much in one episode, but the next one will be more about the design and picking like finishes, like all the fun stuff and kind of the process. And then maybe I'll do like a question box for you guys to submit your questions. We can answer some of the ones. I feel like we've already answered a lot of them, but maybe there's more. And we'll definitely be back soon. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. And I'm sorry if it's like more quiet this time. We don't know why the audio, Sam got a new laptop and we don't know why the audio is quieter, but hopefully it won't be when you guys listen. But if you guys have not a chance to leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, we would mean, we would mean, we would really (laughs) appreciate it. It means so much to us. If you guys could leave one and we appreciate your feedback. If you guys have anything you guys want us to cover, any topics or have any guests on, please feel free to leave us a message or send us an email to doubledoseblog at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram at alexis.bellbell and at samanthabellbell. And we will talk to you guys soon.